I'm Dwayne Brummett. He's Ali Albarigo, and this is the School Owner Talk Podcast. Hello again, Dwayne Brummett here with Ali Albarigo, SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Ali, good to be with you, sir. Yes, sir. It's great to be with you, Dwayne. Absolutely. I wouldn't think of a better day. Today's my birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> what are you, 50 again? Yeah, 50 again. Plus eight. 58 years old. Can you imagine? Uh, yeah, no, I can imagine. It's just time goes by so quick. And I'm like, I couldn't think of it. Like this morning, my friend said, are you meeting for breakfast? It's your birthday. I'm like, hell yeah. I want to hang out with my friends on my birthday. Now I get to hang out with you on my birthday. So I'm excited. So do you, do you feel 58? Uh, it depends on what part of feeling. Mentally, no. Mentally, my daughter would tell you I act like a 12-year-old half the time, right? You know, let's, I just saw a funny post. I don't remember what it said, but it said, like, I have the body of a 58-year-old, the mindset of a 12-year-old, the maturity of a 6-year-old, like, all these different things. So, uh, no, I, I feel really good, especially after I kind of tackled immediately these kidney stone issues that I was having and um, my energy levels up again. I, it, it's interesting at how, and this is, you're a health coach, so you know this, and how we get into a funk where our bodies, like we, we gain weight and we don't even realize, and we gain more weight and we don't realize how much it wears us down. And, and like, I had a, a student once, he's like, a, uh, he was probably like 150 pounds overweight and he lost a lot on his own. I think he lost like a hundred pounds. He's like, my knees feel better. My back feels better. I go, it's because you're carrying a hundred and something pounds less. It's like, think of, imagine like every morning you wake up, the minute you get out of bed, you put a hundred pound backpack with cement in it on your back. You get used to it, but you're tired at the end of the day. Now you remove all that and how much energy and enthusiasm and excitement do you have when you have that, that, that removed. So um, I, I feel really good. Like I, I, I don't think I feel 58, but, uh, but sometimes I do. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Right? Well, how are you celebrating, uh, your birthday? I mean, you went to breakfast with your friends. We're going to do a podcast yeah. together and celebrate, but what, what else? So how are you celebrating? Just, just hanging with my family tonight. Just going to have a dinner. We're going to order some sushi, have it delivered. We're going to hang out me, my daughter, my wife and her mom and chill out this weekend. We'll go out to dinner to a restaurant, but, uh, for me, the big deals are the little deals, right? Like, so the yeah. little things, sometimes just being able to sit. I, I already told my team I'm not coming in tonight. My staff team member wrote, you know, have a great birthday. Enjoy it. I got it. Don't even worry. I'll take care of everything. So just the chilling out and the relaxing is important. So uh, here, here's the, the sucky part, right, for me, is that my birthday is on the same day as my head instructor's. Oh, Okay. So one of us has got to be there on that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe you have to do alternate fake birthdays. Yours is on the weekend. His is during the week or whatever to celebrate. I've always given them, a, given them that birthday off if, if we're able to do it. And then I just, you know, celebrate a different time. So yeah, good for you. That's awesome. But so today, just, today we have a cool topic. I think that last week people were really excited about our topic. I got to get in. I should have done the at everyone sign already. Um, but we had a good amount of people who came in last week and listened to our stuff. And afterwards, the comments were really great. But so so this week, I mean, our thoughts were like, you know, out of the box thinking, right? How do we get more students, but not just fall into the trap of, you know, typical marketing, paid for advertising, you know, all of that stuff. But how, how do we get back to the basics and the grassroots marketing? By the way, let's talk about what you and I have been experiencing. We talked about two weeks ago, right? I think it was where um, I was talking about how I do fundraising and, and I search out the fundraisers and I will go through the paper. I used to, my program manager, this was their daily weekly task. And they'd look for Chinese auction, Methodist church, you know, uh, cancer fundraiser, you know, breast cancer walk. And we go through all of those things. There's always a phone number. And then we'd call them up and we'd say, we'd like to donate. We'd like to donate free passes. We want to give their, their, fundraisers some value. We'll donate a two-month membership that they could raffle off and charge money for um, and make money off of our valued gifts that we give. And um, 
the typical thing that you did, which is your type of mindset is you went with that idea and you made it into something even bigger where you said, Hey, I'm going to put it on my website and make it automated where people could then go to the website. It says donations, click on it. And you had a host of different things that you're giving away birthday party, you know, free memberships and so on. And then I'm like, damn, I got to do that myself. So I put mine up on my website, right? And then since then, you've gotten how many? You said you had like seven people asked for donations? Uh, no, we're up to uh, like uh, 11 or 12 already. That's amazing. <laughs> and, and so not only, um, not only the, uh, uh, you know, not only did we put it up there, but we also did social media postings. Um, and then as I was thinking, I was driving from the studio to come back home to do the podcast today. And I go, why am I not doing um, uh, emails and push notifications through the app? And actually, you brought this up, putting putting it on the app Where, well. With a heading. like So So let's, let's clarify what we're talking about because some people might not really understand. So basically what we do is we scour the, you know, whatever fundraisers, we offer them an offer. That offer might be a two-month free membership. Whoever wins the raffle comes in and they're a potential student. They come for the two months free. Maybe we get the siblings to join as well. And, and now hopefully we have them in a, a trial membership that we could then upgrade them to a reg regular membership. So imagine doing this across the board with 20 fundraisers. Uh, you have 20 potential leads. Yes, you are giving stuff away. You're giving away a month or two, whatever you decide. And the lady who just asked me, um, they're doing a sit down dinner. So she asked me, there's going to be about 200 people there. They asked me for a one month free passes for every setting, every table, every person. And then the big grand finale prize that they're going to auction off is going to be two months with uh, a uniform. So that hopefully out of the 200 people, at least at, at minimum, they're going to mm -hmm. see my school's name and it's going to be that front of mind awareness. But maybe four or five may grab the pass and come in and now we have these leads in the funnel, right? And now you, you said the app, we have Spark, which is amazing. And um, there's a dashboard on Spark where you could put announcements up and we, we're gonna put on, you and I are gonna put on fundraising, you know, and, and the heading and then they could click in and they could click on our page and request fundraising, uh, you know, gifts, whether it be a, a month or like you said, a birthday party or whatever. And um, now they're able to get all these, you get all these leads for literally $0 and hardly any effort. Yeah. So take a look at this. Here's what I did. All right. Is, uh, can you see it? Yes. So right at the top, I put it at the header. They just click on donations, right? Mm -hmm. So then they go to the page and they just fill it all out. It's awesome. And then it gets sent, you know, right to my program director and, and they get to pick whatever they want. But then I just made um, these certificates, and then we just write them out. We fill them out. Can right. you see the certificates? I haven't seen the certificate, no. Oh, you're not able to see it now? Oh, no. I mean, I, I haven't seen it. What I'm seeing is your uh, messaging, and it says kids' classes, adult classes, birthday parties on the side popping up. I guess it's an inquiry form from your autoresponder from the website. Yeah. I, here, did, let me... I did see the layout of uh, – of, you know, Here. what fundraisers you're giving. Yeah. So, and then I just went in Canva and created these. Uh, um, nice. So this is the birthday party one. And all we do is just going to write it out. Yeah. Um, and then the martial arts one, I, I went ahead and, and, and set it eight weeks rather mm -hmm. than two months. Okay. Just sounds, you know, like there's yeah. more eight sounds better than two. Right. Um, and then, uh, a 45 minute self-defense class for up to 10 people. Right. Good. Yeah. So that that's ingenious. Like I think of it like this, I'm going like, this is kind of like a referral network. Then you and I were just chatting before we went online and we said, Hey, we could put it up on our app. And then you're like, Hey, I should be emailing my clients once a month. And then we should text our message members out because look, there's always, if you have a hundred students, just a hundred students, you've got to have 25 people every few months looking for fundraising. Every parent, every you know kid that's in school is always involved in something. Um, this is just another source of free advertising, and it really doesn't take much effort. It, and it's funny. I I told I went out to breakfast with my buddies. Um, four of them use Spark, so I said, "Hey guys, here's a free idea for all of you. I should be charging you for it." 
Um, they all paid for my breakfast anyway and had them sing a song and brought me cake that I couldn't eat because I'm vegan. But anyway, it was fun to be there with them. And, uh, and I said, I'll just share my checkout page, which I did it on a checkout page. You built yours into a web form, right? Somehow. It's a, it's a form survey through uh, Spark. Right. So I, I could, I don't know if you could share forms and surveys, but you can share checkout pages. So I just literally put a code in. I have all the passwords to all my friends' pages. I'm like, here's the code for the checkout page for the fundraiser. Once you ad adapt it to your own, whatever you want to do, send it to our, cause I do their websites as well. I said like, send it to uh, my partner, Erica, and she'll put up a page for you on your website. Now all of a sudden you're generating free leads. Right? Yeah, so, very cool idea. Well, and one other thing, based upon what we talked about last week um, in our conversations, um, I, I went ahead and went back into that form and I just put a simple thing on there is uh, ask them, is this an annual event? Right. Yeah. And uh, it says, you know, they have three that they can answer. Yes, no. And then uh, I'm not sure. And so if it's an annual event, now what we're doing is um, we're creating a, a task to, um, you know, so let's just say it's on the first, it's an annual event in February. Right. So it, we're, we're creating a task with a reminder for us to contact them right. in January. So the beginning of January, we're going to contact them. And the reason that we're going to do that is because you know, as well as I do is people volunteer for only a certain period of time and then they're not charged in charge of those things and somebody else does. So yeah, uh, hopefully with us reaching out to them every year, at some point they're going to say, Oh yeah, I'm not in charge of that anymore, but here's so-and-so's information. And then we can get a hold of so-and-so and do the exact same thing with that person and then make them and, you know, in our, in our, um, in our CRM in, in, in Spark, we can make them in charge of, of it. So that way we are reaching out to them. And by the way, this reminds me of a form that I shared with you many years ago that I designed, which was called the event journal. Yeah. But, but, and the event journal basically was like you run a parent's night out. And then afterwards you sit down with your team, you write down all the good things, all the bad things, all the things you forgot, all the things you can improve, what you charge, how you marketed it. Because the next year when you roll around, if you don't have it written down in some sort of systemized order, um, you won't remember half the stuff and then you're back to doing the event and you're like, damn, I, I remember now I should have done X, Y, and Z. So what happened is as you and I chatted through this, we start each time we add on something, right? And, and we're like, hey, how about if we do the app? That's a good, I, why am I not, you know, like email? Yeah. And now your reminder calendar, which that was a genius thing, like, because like Mrs. Jones might be in charge of the PTA this year, but next year it's someone else. But if we know that the PTA uses us, we could then contact them ahead of time and always have them in our funnel. And this is, you know, let's say you do 30 passes a year. That's reoccurring 30 fundraisers a year. And all we're doing is giving away. You did a piece of paper on a form and design it nicely. That's all you're giving away is a piece of paper and they're, and you're bringing people in. It's on certificate cardstock, but yeah, I mean, so it is costing a little bit more printed. I, I just, you know, sent it to the printer and then uh, picked them up and brought it to the studio. You see, I don't even do that. I actually, maybe I'm lazy, but I actually have to design. And then when they reach out to me and sign up for my form, I reach back out to them and say, what is this for? They tell me and I say, hey, could you use this and could you use that? And then I email them my form and they print it. And they make their own basket. I used to make actual baskets. They'd have to come and pick them up. I had the plastic basket with the cellophane and I'd put the card in. And um, now I'm like, I'm not sure how they do it. They might just hang the picture on the wall with a basket bo box underneath it to put the ballots in. Sometimes they would deconstruct my baskets and uh, give away the t-shirt to their kid and keep the form for themselves. So I'm like, here, let me just give them a form and let them uh, let them do what, what they think is best to promote the event. Yeah. And let me uh, go back to, you know, our original topic and why we're talking about, yeah. you know, this whole donation is that this is bringing in uh, leads and prospects, you know, into your school. So when right. somebody decides to use it, now you have a lead or a prospect and understand that, Yes, if somebody comes in and uses the free whatever amount of karate that you're giving, um, they're a higher prospect to actually continue martial arts. So that's true. But 
if you're giving away, you know, a free, like we're doing a free one hour birthday party with upgrades so they can right. go to, uh, you know, an hour and a half for X more or two hours for X more. Um, but those are bringing in, you know, anywhere from 10 to 15 to 20 little ones yeah. that uh, now you can follow up with them. And so right. I, I don't want, and we've talked about this before about different spider legs uh, right. when you do events that, just because they are not going to do martial arts doesn't mean that you can't follow up with them to do a self-defense class, follow up with them to do yeah. a, uh, a birthday party themselves or mm -hmm. a parents night out or any of those things. So yeah. don't think linear, um, you know, just a straight line um, uh, down the road, you know, but, but uh, that there are different avenues that you can market to them as time goes on. So uh, mm -hmm. I just wanted to bring that up that even though we're, we're really diving into this whole donation thing, cause you and I are actually both excited about it right now just because we've, you know, we're running with it and it's fresh and we're, it's something brand new that, yeah. um, and we've always done them, but now we're strategically doing them. I just want to bring us back home and say that this, these are just opportunities. Yeah. And remember like, so we're talking about grassroots marketing, very inexpensive on how to fill your school. Uh, I think that over the last five years, maybe, yeah, around five years, we started getting a little lazy when Facebook advertising came out and we could hire a guy like Gus Lopez from Lead Hunter Media and he fills our funnel with leads all the time. But I, I found it interesting. I had a conversation with a friend of mine who's very wealthy, successful businessman. And he basically said to me, he's like, you know, so, so that Facebook side is working. Why did you stop the other side? You know, and I'm like, well, Facebook's killing it for me right now. He's like, yeah, but why don't you do both at simultaneously or three things or four things simultaneously? He said, you never stop advertising in one paper because that's doing really well. You'd advertise in two or three papers. So you do really well, right? As long as they're working. So I'm getting back to more and more of that grassroots type marketing on top of my Google ads, which I, I manage. I have 15 or 20 clients that I, I think it's like 18 now that I manage their ads for uh, Google advertising or something to that. I, I don't remember. Um, I think I told you this morning, but I, I counted it, but I forget right now. But, um, but, and I'm helping them with their advertising. So they're doing maybe lead hunter media, media for Facebook. I'm helping them with their Google ads. And then they should be out reaching out into the community and, and getting their name out there constantly, you know, putting it. And by the way, for you and I, we could go on any Facebook page. And if we said, hey, we have a $49.99 special on Facebook, the, that page might look down upon it because they don't want advertising. But if I say, hey, listen, we do fundraisers for anyone who's interested. Let's, you know, here it is. Here's my link. Just reach out. Um, they love that I'm offering something. And then eventually some people will say, hey, can we do classes as well? And they find out. And, and my website is being put up there anyway. So, uh, you know, it's just another way for us to tap into all the social media groups that are out there. That's where I was going to go with that. Absolutely. So I, I, I took that advice and uh, I went into our um, local, like, because we live in a tri-city area. So I went into the local, um, you know, uh, stuff for Bradley and the right. for Bert right. Ray. Parents groups. Yeah. Well, not even just parent groups. It's just the local one, you know, what's right. happening in right. type thing. And uh, I, I put that info in there. Yeah. And you know what, too? Like, I also just another frame of mind with that. And you're a great writer. If you've written multiple books, um, I will take excerpts from my book or articles that I've written and I'll post them on those pages. Like, you know, five steps to having the best kid ever or how to break habits or how to develop good habits or what if your kids are demotivated. And I put those articles up. And on the tagline, it says this article is written by Ali Alberigo, owner of blah, 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 the website and the phone number for a free month. Boom. But it doesn't look like I'm advertising. It's just my tagline. And I've had a few groups that said, oh, this is just glorified advertising, which in a way it is, but I'm also helping. But you should be out there killing it with all the different groups in your township, right? And there's so many. Just go on Facebook, go into the search Facebook bar and write your town and then groups or like parents of and then your town or, you know, whatever. And you're going to find like 10, 20 different groups that are out there and they have 1,500, 1,800 members. That's, you want to tap into that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so we've talked about this before, but this is another one that we have coming up you know, for, um, you know, out of the box thinking, 
and uh, it, it and it and it doesn't bring in students immediately, but mm-hmm. it sets me up to have students uh, and to get leads. And so uh, April is Teacher Appreciation Month, right? And so uh, we always do a Teacher Appreciation Awards Night at the studio. Right. And so we run our, our classes A and B. So you A, A days are Monday and Tuesday, B days are Wednesday and Thursday. And so whichever works best in our schedule, we, we either do it both on an A day or we do it both on a B day. But anyhow, um, we have we have them bring in their teachers. First off, we have them uh, invite their teachers. We actually have a letter that we print out. We give them to the students. They have to fill in some information, obviously the teacher's name, the, 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 the date and time of their class. Um, and then they sign it at the bottom and give it to their teacher. The teacher then goes to a specific web address and then they register for that actual class. So they can come and watch. And we have, gosh, I mean, 50 to 75. I think the most we've ever had was like 78 or 79 teachers. We know, I don't think we ever broke 80 yet, but come into the school and we, they get, they come in, they watch a class. Um, of course, you know, we have their information and they get to see everything firsthand. And so the nice thing about that is they, we get to build a rapport with them. They get to see what the studio is like, or we get to keep the rapport up because they've already been there. And then we give them a bunch of free gifts and we're not going to go over everything that we do. But the idea is uh, we're having face-to-face interaction yeah. with those individuals, showing them appreciation, giving them a bunch of gifts. Not all from us. We go to different um, uh, uh, different businesses and get free stuff and that, put that, it in a bag for them. Yeah. But what that does is that sets us up then for uh, back to school time. And so what I mean by that is um, at the beginning of August, we start our campaign for uh, those teachers to register for uh, martial arts field trips. Mm. And so then they, marsh- they, they register for our, um, our, our uh, character building martial arts field trips. They come in for a two hour class. They bring the students in. Of course, the students have to fill out a waiver. It used to be a, a digital or a, a physical waiver, you know, but now it's a, a digital waiver. And then we get all that information and then we're able to market to them to not only just our, you know, uh, our karate classes, but our birthday parties, our parents' nights out, you know, whatever. Right. You know, uh, again, all those spider legs that we can summer camps and all those yeah. things that we start to market to them. And so that teacher appreciation awards night is an, I think, an out of, you know, an out of the box idea and opportunity uh, to, you know, get your name out there more. Good, it obviously, gives you some goodwill. But then you uh, get these teachers that are going to be advocates for you. I love it. I love it. And, you know, you mentioned a few things like birthday parties and things like that. And I know I've never really been successful with birthday parties and bringing in leads and signing up those leads. And I'm just admitting to that. It must be me. But there are friends of ours, you know, that go out there and they'll get 30 kids in a party and they'll sign up 10 of them you know, at a party. So I'll give one other idea that we used to do years ago. So like if we're searching every year, we we market a birthday party. So we make money off our birthday party. So we start three months out advertising birthday parties, right? So we'll say, you know, let's just say uh, March is their birthday. We started in December and then we market December, January, February for the party that's up and coming. Then what we would do is we would see if people aren't biting at the birthday party and and we wanted to fill at least a few birthday parties in to get leads, we would do a free birthday party lotto, we would call it, where we'd pick one of those members and we'd offer them a free party. There were some mandatory rules where they had to bring at least 10 members that were non-training members to the party in order to get the party for free. And then we do this nice party for them and we would try to advertise them. Then we also did something which is like from the Mad Hatter, which was called the unbirthday, where it wasn't a birthday necessarily, but we would offer a party to a student, just a party, a get together. Here it is, it's called the unbirthday. You could come in and it's free, 10 people. You just, your job, Dwayne, is you gotta bring 10 of your best friends that might show some interest in the martial arts and they come in and they hang out with us. And then hopefully we try to sign them up. Uh, And then 
Also, we encourage the parents to be on the lookout of people who show some interest in martial arts because they know that if their friend that brought, they brought to the party signs up, they get a $50 referral. And if they get five people out of that party that join for the year, they get a year for free. So we turn these people into marketing machines by doing what we call the unbirthday. I, I haven't done them in a while. It just reminded me that I probably should get back to doing that again. Don't, don't these conversations remind you of things that you used to do and then go, holy crap, why did I ever stop that? Yep. The, um, yeah. That's what the event journal's for, to look back on, to see what we forgot. Because we're, you know, we're moving ahead. Ten years ago, now we're doing digital marketing. We used to be in every local paper, doing school visits and all of that stuff. And now you've progressed to having people come to your school with the parents, the teacher appreciation and the field trips that you do where the school buses people to your school. So like you used to probably go there. I know I did at times. And for the whole week, I'm, my throat was raw. I was teaching oh classes and maybe just maybe I'd get a student or two if that. So I stopped doing it. I, it was just too much effort for me and exhausting where I switched it. Now you have people coming to you. Parents are there. The teachers are there. And, you you know, so we've we've modernized our approaches, but we sometimes schools and school owners forget a lot of basic stuff that that works. And the whole goal is digital marketing, you know, social media marketing and then the grassroots on top of that. Yeah, I'm going to throw this out there, too. So um, every November we do this and it's uh, it's a ninja obstacle course. Hmm. And we really target uh, the five and six year olds. Great. With that ninja obstacle course. And so um, it's it's free and anybody can come. But uh, we, we market it to our own clients. So our own five and six year olds so they can come to it. Um, and, but you, if you're a client and you want to come, we ask that you bring, uh, a non-student with you. Right. So one of their friends to do it with them. Okay. And if you're not a student and you're just, you know, uh, wanting to come, it's free if you bring another, uh, individual with you. Right. So there it's, it's a, it's a two for one special. It's, it's, it's X number of dollars. If you want to attend by yourself. Or it's free if you bring a non-member with you. I like that. So, yeah, you, you, so you're turning that client into a marketing machine for you. In, in essence, they're bringing people down. They all want to come to the free. And by the way, a lot of our kids and adults, they train in the dojo. But most of their friends, even though they develop good friends in the dojo, most of their circle of friends, their bubble of friends is outside the dojo. So we, we need to try to tap into that more and, and be able to really look at that. And, and by the way, I, I think that even in my school, we talk about our referral program all the time. But at the same time, if that was our only source of marketing, we'd be on it every day. We'd be calling clients and saying, hey, Dwayne, um, can you bring a friend with you this week? Or can you refer someone to our school? Can you bring in at least one member this month, you know, that tries out the class and we would kind of hold them a little accountable and make sure that they think about it. Um, because, you know, out of sight, out of mind, we're just one little function that in their li busy lives is the dojo and soccer and music and swimming. So we want to stay on the top of the food chain and be able to get them to be more involved. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the other thing too, this year, um, we did in September and I, we talked about this on previous podcasts, but since this is applicable, we'll, we'll, we'll dive into this, but it's the, uh, international martial arts appreciation month. Yeah. And, you know, the whole month we're talking about how do you appreciate, you know, how do you show appreciation to, you know, your martial arts instructor and right. the martial arts in general. And then basically, you know, we, we, talk, 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 talk about it. And then prepping them for the last week of the month where they can actually bring in friends. And so yeah. there's, they get a total of two classes and they can bring friends in. Mm -hmm. And what did I say? I think it was like 60, 67 people yeah. that we had come in. And then from that immediately, we had 11 trials right away. Um, I mean, we had a couple of people actually just sign up. That's uh, great. 
you know, without even doing the trial type thing. I mean, we went ahead and gave them the trial, but they wanted the uniform. They wanted, right. so we gave them one month free, uh, but they still signed up and we gave them the uniform and the everything because they wanted yeah. to look the right. part. Right. You know what I mean? Of course. So That's I think in totality, we ended with 16 or 17 and uh, new students uh, just from that event alone. That's another thing that you and I should dissect and make it into a system so that everyone out there listening can really utilize it and jump on the bandwagon. So like we pick a month throughout the year, it's going to be, you know, international martial art appreciation day and then have an entire list of things that they could be doing. But I loved, you mentioned one thing that it struck a chord with me when you said that is how, to appreciate your martial art teacher, your school, your, you know, your martial art in itself, and then uh, maybe tie it into some sort of homework or some sort of speeches with, you know, mat chats within the class about appreciation, period, you know, appreciating your parents, appreciating your, your family and your school teachers and all of the things that go along with it, just the overall idea of appreciation. And, uh, you know, of course, martial arts will be the forefront and then people will bring in their their friends and then hopefully we'll get more members. But you did well with that. Oh, we crushed it. It was just amazing. You know, I, I, I hope that we're able to duplicate at the very least this this year with that. Right. So imagine like so we have we mentioned four things. Right. So number one is that early on stage, we talked about this whole donation process. Let's say that brings you in. Just let's say. 10 to 12 students a year. I mean, that's not a lot, but let's say it just brings in 12. That If you total that by whatever you're making, even if it's $100 a month, $1,200 a year, 10 students times 1,200, what is that, 11 grand? Somewhere around there? Um, $12,000? Yeah, you're you're the math guy, right? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) No, you're right. Yeah, $12,000, right? So, um, no, it's more than that. Uh, 10,000, a hundred thousand. Yeah. Two. Uh, yeah. Somewhere around that. <laughs> well, if you're only charging a hundred bucks a month. Right. Right. Yep. So that's, that's 1200. Right. Times 10 students, 12,000. Okay. Yeah. So, so my point is though, that little time, like I just heard a coach and by the way, I, I just got a book that you're probably, I've started listening to it on audio I think they'd be interesting characters to get involved. And it's called winning in the dojo and your life. And it's on audio that I bought it and it's a martial art book and a self motivated book, but it's really about teaching and leadership and becoming a sensei and all that stuff. I just started listening to it today. Really good. So did you say 12 people? Yeah. Okay. That's 1200. Ten, ten people, but oh, 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 you're oh, well, then okay, yeah, I thought you said 12. Okay, yeah, so but so your math did not work, <laughs> yeah, but um, so those little things, and in the book, the guy had just said it's the little things that mean everything in the book this morning, and I'm like, I've heard that saying over and over again. Um, and you say that in class, right? It's the All little the time. things, right? So if we look at our marketing funnel and we say, like, okay, let's just pretend we want to add on 80 students or 100 students for the year above where we're at. Of course, with attrition and losing some, um, these little marketing campaigns, referral program, birth, unbirthday, birthday parties, you know, things of that nature, this fundraising thing that we're doing now, all these little things could add up to everything that you wanted to achieve. But it does take work. I mean, that's where most school owners are sitting back and getting lazy and they're really not doing um you know, the due diligence when it comes to ABM, always be marketing every day, marketing your, your school. Yep. So that's something that I, I think that we get complacent, right? Oh, we do. We get, yeah. We totally get comfortable where we're at. We hit a plateau. Um, and we talked about this before. Uh, I, I really believe we did. Otherwise I was talking with somebody else about it, but if you're not moving forward, you are moving backwards. There is no coasting. Right. 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 And I I think that that, you know, the key to that, too, is, you know, knowing that, you know, if you're not doing it, you either have to hire someone to do it or you have to um, you have to discipline yourself to do those tasks that bring you forward. Right. Manage your money, marketing, you know, retention. Those are the things where people fall short. That's look, when you had talked about the whole donation thing and it got me spinning. Um, I go, if, and my staff knows this, if I'm in, if I am in the, uh, equation, yeah, it's not going to get done. Right. 
it's not going to get done because writing out a certificate for, for someone's donation is not a higher priority than me doing some of the other activities that I have to do. Mm. It's not that, that it's not important. It's just, uh, I'm not going to do it. Right. Unfortunately I am, however you want to look at it, I'm not disciplined enough. I procrastinate too much or whatever it is. So I have to create a, a system yeah. that can be duplicated or automated and then right. given uh, uh, delegated to someone else right. that can focus on and get those things accomplished. Because again, if I am called to do it, it's not going to happen. I, yeah. In fact, I had a, uh, a grandma reach out to me. Now that I'm talking about this, I got to write this down. I had a grandma reach out to me and said, hey, we need to put our um, grandson's uh, uh, tuition on, on a freeze right now. Okay. And now I got to write it down because I haven't done it because she talked to me. Had she talked to one of my staff members, right. it right. would have gotten done. Yeah, next time. Sorry, I got to write this down because it, I'm going to forget. Write it down. But the next time you have to say, hey, listen, if you tell me, I'll probably forget. So make sure you tell Mr. Bean or our program manager and then that'll get done. Because I'm like that too. My head is spinning from one thing to the next. And like, if people send me a, a request via text message, I always say, please email it to me because then I could put a red flag on it and I can make sure that it gets done. But if it goes into my text box or my instant messenger box, other things are going to pile up on top of that and I'm going to forget it. So I always tell them, this is the way I do best in communication. You want something done, email it to me, even with my marketing clients and my website clients and so on. Yeah, that and if I can if I can have somebody else in charge of it, man, I I I, I do that because it, yeah. it's just it's not going to get done when it's when it's up to me. You know, also too, like look, we talk about and there's so many books out on grassroots marketing. In fact, in my book, Martial Art Business 101, um, I I talk about systems that you could do that are virtually costless, you know, or or very minimal amount of money. Um, but a lot of it too is about reaching out, and you and I talked about this too, and and I think there's an automation in this as well uh, that you could probably figure out and then I'll copy you and, and we'll run with it. But it's going to be like, we want to know. And, and I, I think we talked about this on like a few podcasts ago, like what, what we have at our fingertips, like our, so for example, I told this story and I hope it was on our podcast and not the other one so that you remember. But I told the story of when I, you know, I went from being a rock guy, wanted to be in a band. And then I decided when that wasn't working to shift it to acting. And when I was acting, I did a bunch of films and some TV, but I was in class and I just some reason mentioned I wanted to oh, yeah. do acting. And then all of a sudden my student raised his hand and said, oh, I'm the casting director for Guide, Guiding Light. So like, he goes, you just get me your headshot and I'll have you on. He, it wasn't even like, I'll try to get you a part. He goes, I'll just have you on the show. It's like, I make the choices. So what that comes into my frame of mind, we don't know what people do. So we maybe should start some sort of directory, sort of like an Angie's list, or they change the name to that, where all the parents in our schools that have businesses or health coaching programs or they're psychologists or they're painters or whatever, they own a restaurant, they could list themselves on the website. And or on your page and then other other parents could look like so why not keep it in the family like we got to write a waiver that says I don't guarantee the work but uh, you know but so and so's parent does this job he's a good he's a painter and okay. then so but, but go ahead go ahead no no I go was going to say before you run with that um, now then once we get a listing we could then approach all those parents that have businesses and say, can we cross market? Do you have a mailing list of all the clients that you work with? Like, let's say it's a doctor, right? A pediatrician. Imagine the thousands of clients that they deal with. Normally they don't usually market, but if they trust you and like you, they might put your flyer up in their office or they might do a blanket email and say, oh, my kid's doing martial arts at such and such a school. That would be such a good endorsement. So trying to utilize and tap into what, and by the way, they don't even have to be self-employed. They could be the head CEO of a corporation that has 4,000 employees, right? And you're now, you could go in and do a seminar every year, a self-defense awareness workshop or whatever. So we want to tap into the network that we have, but quite often we don't do that. So maybe an automated page when they sign up, if you're in a business, if you run a business, blah, 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 fill this out. And then we'll share your info with our group. 
What do you think? I love the idea. Um, I'm looking at loopholes. So how long do they stay on the list until they're not a member anymore? Yeah, or you could, if they're working, willing to work with you, right? And Joey's, the kid quit, but the dad still loves your school and he's still promoting you, you're promoting them, right? Like that kind of thing. And and I guess, you know, how big does that list get over, you know, 10, 10 years of being in business? Yeah, well, I mean, if it's a directory, it could be by A or could be by category. It could be by, you know, company. I mean, it's something to think about where, like I said, I, yeah, I'm not trying to poo poo the idea. No, no, I, I like the way about... I like the way you're thinking, though. I think that that's important. We should look at everything before we dive in head first. But just imagine tapping into this oh. network. Like for me, I was on Guiding Light twice just simply because I mentioned it in my class as a joke. I think it was funny. Like, I'm going to do this. Right. And uh, all of a sudden he's like the like literally dropped the picture, said, put him on that week. I was in doing a, uh, a, um, a cameo in the show, you know, and I was in my dressing room. I shared with one of the, I forget his name. He, his name of evades me, but he's very famous. Uh, the mayor on uh, blue bloods. He's got Looking a little, he, the old mayor. He's got a, he's got a lisp. The guy, he's a Spanish guy. Um, I forget. But anyway, so him and I hung out the entire day with each other. He was the nicest guy in the world. But it all came from me asking. And by the way, you might have a parent who's like this social media giant and he doesn't say anything. You know, and he can say, hey, if you if you want, I'll take a look at your social media and help you. Or I'll, for you, Xi'an, I'll assign my you know, person to you. He's, you know, he's 14, but he's the best in the business. You know, <laughs> like one of those things. Right. Um, right. You know, so I, I think that it would be pretty cool. Um, I mean, it's something that we should, you know, we should look into. It's a whole nother thing that we could tap into. Yeah. I, I, again, I think just working through that, but you're right. There's probably opportunities there that we're not capitalizing on. My, my thing is, again, how can I uh, automate most of it, uh, duplicate it in a way that's, you know, easily, uh, you know, able to delegate to a staff member so that they can, you know, right. run, run with it. Exactly. I, and, and that's where, or like you said, you're great at automation. So it's a matter of just automating that system where maybe they could plug their name in and it pops up right on the page with your approval, like however you want to do it. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's something worth going after. Yeah. I mean, that's an out of a box, out of a box idea, you know, and look, those of you that are listening to this, if you, have done something like this before and 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 it's not only has it worked but you man if you've already uh been able to automate some of it and and delegate it let us know because uh right i would like to learn from you and we'd be happy to share that you know yeah, by the way if, if you're if you're interested and you have a great idea in, inbox me or Dwayne, and maybe we could have you on um our our podcast with us Inbox Alley because uh, he he's more responsive with that. So uh, yeah, that's good. Message. I don't have. I, I absolutely don't have a problem with it either. So please please do that, and we'll get in touch. But uh, yeah, I mean, I like it. Like I was mentioning this book before. Um, you know, you find these books and that are out there, and you know, it has what's it called be, again? It's called Winning in the Dojo and Your Life: The Soul of This Genius Sensei. Okay. And uh, maybe we, I'm going to reach out to them. Let me let me listen to a few more chapters because sometimes books start off great and die a quick death. But it, from what I hear, it has a lot of – he has the same exact philosophies as we do, teaching, um, leadership team, working with the students, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that that's a good thing. Oh, by the way, the name was David Zayas. He, he was the guy I did on Guiding Light, David Zayas. Oh, okay. Okay. He was also on Gotham. He was on a whole bunch. I mean, he's in every, he's so much, so many films, massive history in Hollywood. But, uh, but yeah, so again, back to that. The other thing that I will mention too, is that sometimes, you know, we have social media and uh, a lot of times we're posting and I just urge, I, I, I thumb through, sometimes I sit on the couch and instead of turning on the TV, I'll just watch Instagram reels and 
posts of people. And I always go down some crazy rabbit hole watching videos, but sometimes I'll get on a page and I'll look at people's, um, posts that they put up and I'm going like, wow, there's no real message behind the post. There's no real meaning. Like, why did you put that up there? You know, like even like a, 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 there are women that will just give you a, a quick glance. They're in some scantily clad outfit and they're gorgeous and they'll get like 4 million downloads. Right. But like, so their purpose is to get clicks so that they could make money off of the monetization. But I, oh. I look at certain school owners and I'm saying like, why did you put that video up? Why is that even up there? It's, it's a bad video for you. So I just urge people not to just be so quick to put stuff up on social media for the sake of it, but have some sort of plan of action to be able to really, you know, get a message across, you know, and then tie that into your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, if you have it, you know, Snapchat, whatever you're doing social media wise, um, and, uh, you know, and work on that, you know, and make sure you have a theme. Like, is it adult based martial arts? Is it kids? Do you do all of them? So put a kid's ad or this ad or that ad, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that sometimes we shoot ourselves in the foot because it's only at the push of a button we could post stuff. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, uh, obviously the digital world is a lot faster, easier, and you don't have to talk to anybody. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. But we could be doing damage, right, too. Like we could be posting stuff that might hurt us. So we want to be careful with that. Yep. Yeah. So any other thoughts on things that you're doing right now? I mean, we're already 17 minutes. We have like 13 minutes left. It's crazy how fast they go. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if you're doing Google ads or excuse me, uh, uh, Facebook ads. But uh, if you are and somebody makes a comment and this is uh, – this is not directly out of the box thinking, although some people don't even know this. If somebody makes a comment on whether it's a post, whether it's a Facebook ad, um, or even likes it, you want to click on that post and then uh, invite them to like your page. Right. So if you're not uh, doing that with your ads and you're not doing that with your posts, you definitely want to do that. And if somebody makes a comment on a post, you do want to make a comment back if it's appropriate. Um, or, you know, take it to messenger, uh, if, if need be, but if you can make a comment on the post, because then that just starts to push up the, uh, um, the relevancy of that post and, and the more comments and then, um, replies, the more that post actually shows up. So that's, that doesn't, maybe doesn't, you know, bring you students initially, but the interaction is going to be good. Your, your relevancy for your page is going to start to go up. So you want to see those type of things happen. Don't just do a post and then leave it there and not do anything. Yeah. And I would say too, um, if, if, if you do have a post that's up there from years and years and years ago, or even a month ago or whatever, if it's not relevant and there's no traction on it, um, you know, like, let's just say you were doing Zumba, you know, two months ago, but now you're not doing it at all. I would just go back and delete all those as much as you can go back and delete those Zumba posts so that they're not junking up your, um, you know, your page with, yeah. with things that aren't relevant to you anymore, if that makes sense. Yeah. And by the way, like some people need icebreakers, right? So like, you know, they might inquire. Um, so like I see people, I get it. I check my messaging every day and I literally will scroll through until I know that I scrolled past that yesterday. And I'll see things that'll say like, uh, you know, uh, what town are you in? And then I'll click on the post and it's an ad that Gus ran. And then I'll notice comments on that ad and I will go in and I'll respond. Oh, we're in the town of East Islip. You know, how many, how old do you start kids at? Boom, I'll respond there. And by the way, I, I could message them privately, but if I respond on the page, then people who see that might say, oh, they're in East Islip. They start them at two, you know, that kind of thing. And then we work it from there. So uh, I think that that I used the word trolling at one point, like, but I, it's, I know it's not the right word. Uh, Gus laughed at me. I think that's a bad thing when you troll people. But like, I want to see who's liking my page, who's liking my posts, who's liking my ads, who's commenting, because those are people that, as you say, Dwayne, that they raised their hand a little and they wanted some info. They're like, hey, I, I have some interest. So you should maybe reach out to them and touch their, you know, their like, and then go to their messenger or send them a personal message say, Hey, thank you for liking my page. By the way, here's the special that we're running. They might've even read it, 
but now we send it again and now they're one step closer to getting on that page right so that's essential for us you know and we sometimes we're too busy doing other things and they these are people that are potential clients waiting for us to respond or talk i have a, a student on an instagram is tough to do this i always get instagram messages and i have like six instagram accounts and there's this one kid that keeps reaching out to me and we've been talking and then he said oh and i really want to get back into training i'm like oh you trained with me he's like yeah i trained with you years ago and i i want to do it and blah 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 so we've been talking 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 he set up a trial class all from instagram and just me conversing with him if i ignored his post as a like and didn't say anything or it would have been a dead, dead lead. But now I nurtured that lead into something. Um, and by the way, if you don't want to do this stuff yourself, you're too busy, you know, you, you have no interest. See if a secretary, a staff member, assign a younger person who's into social media to help you. Well, yeah, I know this is off topic, but um, so I, I've come up with a social media calendar. Oh, I love it. Okay. I mean, it's hard for you to see, but um, basically uh, we're doing three posts a day, Monday through Friday. We're doing two posts on Saturday and we've mixed them up. And then um, I, right now, this whole month, I've already done February. Yesterday I did all of February's posts. They're all done. Yeah. For the whole month, all scheduled out. So uh, Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> well, I, I, I did it because I wanted to come up with a system, right? Because then I'm going to deliver that system to one of my program directors, who's then going to take that over, right? And then she's going to be responsible for doing all of those posts. That's great. And then, and then also the emails. So because I was thinking, man, you know, I, I'm posting about the birthday parties. I'm posting about um, uh, uh, the donations, those type of things. Why am I not shooting an email out and, and, uh, uh, the push notifications out on those things? You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, but I, I've got to come up with a system, duplicate it, uh, make it automated as much as I possibly can and give it off to somebody else. But, but you know, that, that's, that's what I'm, uh, was working on well, actually yeah, all there, day yesterday almost. There are entire companies that million dollar companies that all they do is social media for people, right? You know, behind the scenes of that actress and they're making all their posts and getting them dressed and making sure things are relevant. I mean, there's a lot going on there. Unfortunately, though, a lot of the social media is reaching people that are totally out of our demographic. And it's kind of almost a waste for someone in Thailand to be your fan Although they could be your fan if you sell things, you know, you have a product line, you have videos to sell, that would work. But right now we're looking for our demographics. So by the way, here's some real quick tips. When you hashtag, uh, you know, LI Ninjutsu Centers of East Islip or martial arts in East Islip or karate for kids in East Islip in your town, you know, and then you hashtag with things that are relevant. Like Gus had a secret from Lead Hunter Media. He said, uh, if you have a, a park that's very popular that everyone goes to and they, they click in, you know, whatever uh, park's name uh, and they hashtag it, it'll come up with all relevant posts that are attached to that park. So you hashtag that park with your martial arts school because you're local to that park. People that the 30,000 people that frequent that page will see your ad and advertising. So there's little secrets, but you want to work within your demographic, of course, to make sure yep. that they're, you know, they're the ones that you want to do. We had a, we had a guest. He's a, he's a guy that I know him and I have been chatting for a few years and he wrote, I, I kind of, kind of, I'm not sure if it was mean or nice. So he just wrote very basic, all the best he wrote to me. So I'm like, okay, very good on that one. But, uh, you know, so obviously that, that brings out a thought. He, he, ba what is basic? It's almost like, doing a middle block and a punch to the jaw or a left, right, um, basic, right? But how effective? And I think that's the problem is we're all jumping on the advanced digital media and that's it when we should be doing as much. We should have that spider web of, of strings in like so many different areas when it comes to marketing and make systems well, like you did. I, I love that you brought that up because uh, what that, demonstrates to what you said is that you know i can 
I can, uh, I've learned a low block, but do I know a low block? Right. I've right. learned a middle punch, but do I know a middle punch? Yeah. And so we've taken, I know how to uh, ask, you know, I know that I should be asking for donations. Right. You know, again, I'm bringing this up again, but yeah, yeah. I know that I should be asking for donations, but how can I make it strategic? Mm -hmm. uh, how can I make it duplicable? Right. How can I um, automate and then also delegate? So bringing that basic or any of those basic things uh, to use your term, how can I bring it to the next level? Right. Right. How can I take it to the next level? Um, so that it is not only basic, but it's performing like it was extraordinary, mm -hmm. you know? So, you know, you got your basic, basic roundhouse kick, but how can I take that roundhouse kick and make it into the 360 degree roundhouse kick? Right. right. Or how can I make it into the, uh, 540 roundhouse kick? Yeah. And, and, you know, and there's a whole nother layer on top of that where people think they know, but we have a saying, you don't know what you don't know. Right. So like if you, if just this one idea that we shared today stimulates some, some movement in your brain to do something like this, um, it would have been a task that it never happened or was ignored or never really met this, the, the light of day, but it could turn into, you know, tons of income and tons of new students. So I think a lot of times we close our minds down based on how much effort we have to put out, right? Oh, that's true. Well, look, it was basic. When you brought that up two weeks ago about donations. Yeah. I go, yeah, I've done, like in my head, I'm like, yeah, I've done donations. But how many donations have I done in the past month, in the past right. quarter, in the past year? Barely any compared to what, in fact, these past two weeks, I've done more donations than I did all, all of last year. Right, right. And that's taking the basics and going, okay, how can I put the basics on steroids so it, it, it turns from a roundhouse kick to a 360 roundhouse kick to a 540 roundhouse kick? Yeah. And I, I look at this too, like, you know, um, Steven Seagal, and we're running out of time. He got a lot of crap one time when he was teaching an MMA fighter, MMA fighter, a front kick, a basic front kick. And everyone's like, everyone knows how to do a basic front kick. But he was teaching it when I know for a fact, because I've been kicked by him, that his front kick doesn't just kick you. It penetrates your soul. It, it hurts your children. That's how he kicks through the object. Like he's able to do it in a way that that kick is so powerful and it's not about strength. It's about technique and focus and so on. Um, and he made that work so well that there were people that he was teaching it to were knocking people out with a front kick to the chin. Um, so there are layers of, of, of ability. And like I said, like even though that we know, you said we know we should be doing fundraisers. We did this. But now that I'm focused on it, I did more in this last month than I've done all year last year. Well, just imagine you got 11 more months to go. <clears throat> Right. That's pretty. And I just came up with some new ideas. Yeah. Isn't that great? I, I love it. Yeah. So, well, I appreciate your time. Uh, hopefully you uh, guys listen, uh, whether this is basic or not basic, hopefully you found some, um, some golden nuggets that you can use to, uh, to kind of further your school, further the cause that you have, um, whether it's through donations, whether it's through teacher appreciation awards night, all the way to field trips to uh, heck uh, ninja obstacle courses or whatever it is, you know, referral programs and what have you. Um, I would just encourage you to really take whatever idea that it is that you have that you want to implement. Uh, think about it from in and out, start working it and taking notes, whether it's mental notes or physical notes and how it can be better. But more importantly, you know, how you can, um, uh, you know, if you can automate whatever you can automate, <clears throat> uh, duplicate whatever needs to be duplicated, delegate whatever you can delegate, um, and then take notes on it again to see how it's working and adjust accordingly. Because you know the eighty twenty rule; it's better to have it eighty percent than a hundred percent. And then as you're as you're going through it, you're going to figure out, oh, I I should change this, or oh, I want to add this. I mean, based upon our conversation uh, last time. That's when I added in, hey, is this an annual event? 
just right. asking that question if this is an annual event so that we can reach out to them ahead of time rather than having to wait to see if they're going to do it again. So what that does is that allows us to be strategic. So just start looking at those type of things. You're going to create that basic roundhouse kick into a 540 kick in no time. Mm, I love it. Awesome closing. I don't have anything else to say. That was great. So we'll speak well, to everyone next week. Yeah. And then look, guys, if you have any other ideas, uh, write them out in here. Contact us, whatever it is. Thanks, Allie. Okay, Dwayne. I'll see you soon. I appreciate it, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Martial Arts School Learner Talk Podcast. This would not be possible if it weren't for the support of our amazing sponsors. Please check out Elite Insights for all your website needs. They can be reached at EliteInsights.com. Add Health Coaching, helping school owners create a new and easy-to-implement revenue stream for your school. Visit AdHealthCoaching.com. Lead Hunter Media, your online digital marketer and content provider. Visit LeadHunterMedia.com. Academy Kings Growth Consulting and Management Group. They can be reached at AcademyKings.com. And Spark Membership, hands down the best martial arts software for school owner management on the planet. They can be reached at SparkMembership.com. We will see you next time.